Hello, it's Thursday the 1st of February in the year of our Lord 2024. Welcome back to the episode three of the Liberty Tactics Nightly News. There's myself, there's the wonderful Christine over in Alabama. Hello, Christine. Hi. And we've got our Jason. Our Jason's here from Leeds. Right, now I'm doing Scouse, aren't I? Yeah, you're miles off. What you're supposed to say is, hey up, love, how are you doing? Is the RA? That's it. Hey up, love. Hey up, love. How are you doing? I'm there right. you go. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. We've got no cat. Cat's feeling a bit under the weather. So big love, cat. Aww. She'll be back tomorrow with us. So before we get into the serious and the heavy stuff, we're going to have a bit of our, a bit of fun. We're going to be doing Kate Watch. <laughs> Well, well, Kate Watchers seem to become a thing which started off as a little joke, guys. It's kind of got a little bit out of control. Richard Bobes um, messaged me and he goes, come on, jump on 15 minutes because he's been listening to the show and back and forth so, and he gave us a fan. Tonight's Kate Watch, we... <laughs> Things have got a bit crazy. Who's Kate? I came across... Oh, how funny, Jason. So hey, guess what oh, I came oh. across earlier? Guess what I came across earlier? Bob. In the Birmingham, the Birmingham Times. So obviously it's like, where's Kate? Is she gone? Is she dead? Well, you know, we want proof of life. And it's still, that still stands actually. So in the Birmingham Mail, it was actually. And it, um, today, get this, Carol Middleton addresses biggest fear of losing Kate amid health battle. Eh? So what, 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 what the, why so they're putting that narrative out. They're putting it, the bloody out. Is it because she's had the children, so now she's no use? Now she's in the way? Is, is that what it is? Well, the story... Well, right, so we really do not care. People are saying you're spreading rumours. I just said it was my theory. We've just been having a laugh with this. Yeah, That's all. This is not... Like, this is not... We deal with the children. That's all we focus on. So this has just got a little bit of fun. Where's Kate? Anyone seen Kate under the table? She's been shut in the garage. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's fun. So I saw... There's a girl called Tisla on YouTube. She's absolutely brilliant. She kind of... She got me started looking into that Ron Burkle and Jonathan Oddie. Anyway, she released a video last night saying that Kate used to go out and be a yacht girl. Anyone who doesn't know what a yacht girl is, people like Meghan Markle, the Kardashians, supermodels, they'll be booked to go and mix and do whatever they are with, you know, um, Saudi Arabian oil giants and princes and biz big business. And they go on these yacht parties and they get given diamonds. They're giving thousands of pounds of pounds to, to do. Obviously, the more that they do, the more they're going to be given. So basically, they're just prostitutes, prostitute, basically. Yeah. Um, prostitutes. There are stories, wait, there are stories that she did go on a yacht. And maybe, maybe, I, I don't know. This is all literal speculation, whatever. But she possibly could have had relationships with Andrew on one of the yachts because Harry met Meghan on at a yacht party. <laughs> so then you look into her best friend. Get this, and thank you, Daisy, for this. Daisy said, "Oh well, you know what her best Kate's best friend's company is." 
And I said, well, no, it's her parents have got the, the party. She said, no, 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 her best friend. And I got Christine to dig into it because I've been so busy. I've been working, doing the interviews with Richard. What did you find out about her best friend's, I mean, who, what company she owns, Christine? Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, Kate Middleton. This is crazy, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Kate Middleton's best friend owns Killing Kittens. What's Killing Kittens, Christine? Well, has anyone ever heard the term, uh, possibly as a child or whatever, maybe a parent slapped a hand and said, no, no, no. The name was derived from the expression, every time you masturbate, God kills a kitten. Wow. Okay. So, so what, what kind of is huh. it? Right. So it's a private sex club party. They'll come to your house. You can come to them. They have um, an event list. They have all of, I mean, anything you can imagine. You so can they're just find. a high-end brothel. This Hip. is literally about... Um, well, let me read you. I'm I'm going to, <laughs> I can't believe I'm on this website. Okay. So I'm going to read what their mission statement is, their values. Okay. They strive to create inclusive spaces and challenge outdated gender stereotypes. They openly address issues related to sex, relationships, and equitable pleasure and expect and expect respect for our values and uplifting women, transgender, and non-binary people. So they cover gender equity, body positivity, toxic masculinity, safety and consent, respect and community, and inclusive inclusivity. The fun thing is, <laughs> if you if you want to go there, um, they've been doing this for twenty years. So they provide women and hold like sex oh, parties. It's not just women. There's no, they, I, mean, I know. Yeah, right. They have they have any okay. It's the it's a female version of the dancing bear with Jonathan Oddy. He worked for Jonathan Oddy as an escort. So they've also got escorts there as well, yeah. Yeah, I would imagine that they're yeah. The dancing bear was like a, a sex club as well, and then that, that uh -huh. was the they were the dancers and the men or something, weren't they? Right. Bear, and then, okay. What's interesting to me again is that this brings in the entire thing with, um, like Soho in London, so, right? Soho House, which is owned by Ron Burkle. Right. Ironically, yeah. Isn't it funny how you, you know, it's like, remember back in the 80s, everybody was talking about, you know, seven steps to Kevin Bacon. Everything was related to Kevin Bacon. Like, you know, you could, everything's connected. And it's the same thing. It's like, the more you look into this, the more you see the same names, the same people, the same connections, the same yachts, the same clubs, the same parties. Yeah, it's, it's a big club. It is a you big club. Like, 
and we're not really invited. It's been quite down all this day, hasn't it? It's been quite down. But we, I do. Her her uncle was like a, a timeshare kind of gangster type in Ibiza, holding like you know, well Ibiza, you know, mm-hmm. parties in Ibiza. That was her uncle. So now all this is coming out. I'm like, oh my goodness, what if that tizzles onto something there? Correct. Because the money's gone bankrupt and making the tax, you know, to actually officially go bankrupt. That you know, that means the government might like, take it on, didn't they, or whatever. Right. Um, and Kate's uncle's name so, was Gary Goldsmith. Yeah, the Goldsmith family. Mm-hmm. It's, all, it's all they're all connected. So that's our latest on Kate Watch. <laughs> Old uh, whatever her mum's name is, putting out the uh putting out the narrative she fears for for Kate's life. Oh mama Middleton. Huh? So there you go. So yeah. Um, yeah, they just it's, it's very it, interesting. It, it's obvious. I mean, it's it's obviously she's gone missing. Like you say, she's not been seen, and the, it's the normal protocols are, have not happened. What you <laughs> you would expect. So it's like okay, something's wrong. But it's ironic, and, and I say it again: it's, she's had the children. So now well, she's yeah, millions. exactly, and she's been battling because they want to get um, George off to get him groomed like Eton and she wants to keep him uh, at home as long as she can and he can't divorce her um, and have the heir to the throne being brought up by like a single mother really so he's got to stick it out until he's ready to go to Eton and that's why they're pushing him to start boarding so he can start getting groomed into that role yeah, it's, so just, it's, it's just, it's just, I mean, it's going to be a club. You know, the, yeah. the crimes of the royal family, you know, just, it's just endless. We don't need to go there. This is just another little twist. And as I say, this was picked up just as a, a bloody joke. Do you know what I mean? And um, I just came up with this stupid theory while we were all chatting. What, what, what if Camilla's going to take the crown? Never expected. And I didn't expect. So oh, well. that's. That's it for tonight's Kate Watch. Okay, let's start with the stories. Let's start with Jason. What you got for us, Jason? Well, I've been keeping a keen eye on the farmers in France. And I tell you this much, I take my hat off to them fellas over there because they do not mess about. And when I say they do not mess about, they do not mess about. I've been watching a lot of footage, and they're just the heroes in my eyes. The French farmers are bloody heroes, without a shadow of a doubt. So delve into it. Like, what's going? What are they doing? Because I I kind of touched on it. Just tell us about it. They've got tractors. They've got they've got big equipment. They've got a lot of machinery. These people, and they've got big brass balls. I was watching them lay a field in the middle of a motorway. <laughs> they was laying a field that stopped the motorway. There were thousands of tractors, and they were just pouring turf and topsoil. And every, oh, it was just immense. There must have been about three foot uh, of bottom soil and topsoil. He was just like, go on, lads. I mean, one, I don't know where, I think it was in... Um, um, one of the southern states, I'm not too sure, in America, not uh, not America, France, um, uh, South Fra- uh, France somewhere. Can't remember, but the, the, the tractors turned up 
We didn't have the big hay balls that you see in the fields, but it was horse manure. Yeah. And they've rammed it through the doors of McDonald's. And then three of the farmers have gone inside, started pulling the big horse manure hay ball to pieces, and they were just slinging it all over McDonald's, literally. All over the place. <laughs> just horse oh shit. Goodness. All over McDonald's. I mean, it's insane what these people are doing. And have, the... have the left-wing press started coming out that... that... Obviously, they're being attacked by the main, mainstream media, I presume, because they're going to come out that they're going to be causing the food shortages and yeah, all the rest. Of course it will be. Of course it will Is be. That, but are the public behind them? Well, it seems to be that the public are behind them. I mean, I mean... The official narrative is because of cuts and, and imports and exports and fuel cuts and and obviously because the, the the price of food's been forced to be driven down and they're not getting any breaks, they're getting the breaks cut. So this is, you know, it's all, I think it's been building up for a you've while. Also got, you've also got, did you know, Ukraine, Ukraine well, has the their quota yeah. waivers. They had they're it waivered the so they can just bring in and, and completely, like, Oh, like underprice um, the, um, the the French out. Yeah, but as an export. But yeah, these these guys are brilliant. I mean, there's thousands of them. On on Monday, they literally blocked every single main route into Paris off. Every single main route. And when you when you actually went on on your on your Google Maps and went into Paris, and then you obviously just went into a route to Paris and followed the blue line across and went into Paris itself, you could see all the main routes were just blocked. Every route you tried, they were just red. Just red everywhere. Unbelievable. So, yeah, kudos to the um, French. Uh, I'd like to see the English have a bit of backbone, you know, and, and take a bit of a look at what they're doing and bring it over here and sort of stand up for our rights a little bit more because, yes, it's the farmers in France, it's farmers in Holland, it's the farmers in Germany, and the farmers over here are getting squeezed. I watched a bit of footage of, a, I think there's about 10 tractors coming out of Scotland. It's a start, but that just goes to show you what the British are like, doesn't it? 10 tractors coming out in Scotland and you've got thousands, tens of thousands all yeah, over Europe. Yeah, they were the ones who also, the Scottish also got involved with the the Canadians. You know, we well, Rick and I, do you remember when Rick and I did the convoy for Canada? We, the, we did yeah, that that's convoy. right, yeah. yeah. Um, but the problem is here with the truckers, whereas um, like in America and farmers, you know, they generally have their own tractors. With the truckers here, they're not like self-employed. It's mainly big distribution companies. They're driving for other people. Where in America that you know they they've got their big super trucks that they invest in and they do their drops, whereas here the majority we don't have that. No, we have it's drivers. Made, we have drivers. You know, so it, these companies probably won't allow the trucks to go and do that. Yeah, but I, it, the, that shouldn't stop the farmers though. Yeah, yeah, but it, it'd be nice to see uh, you know Parliament down in, in London covered in shit, as it is full of it. It, it's about time they all get a lap full, don't you think? I mean, we've had it for so long. I think it's about time. Yeah, yeah. A fire is catching, and it's catching all over the world. And, it, you know, the, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was trying to convince the world that it didn't exist. But it, That's it, it. Into, on March the 23rd, 2023, in England, he walked into the room and he said, I'm here. Half the people couldn't see him and half the people went, whoa, hang on a minute, who's this fella? What's this all about? 
and it started. He's working half the world up, and and is uh, is not going to be much longer because what I've noticed over the last couple of years since COVID, as the the they're becoming more exposed, the quickening in the agenda up, and as the quickening the agenda up, it's exposing them and showing them a lot quicker than if it were going to play out as it should have done over many many remember- years. Trump got, stepped in, didn't he? And he he thwarted their plans. They never, he was never, you know, Hillary was never supposed to lose. So now it's just gone full speed. And I also think, I do think really the white hats are in control. And I think they're making, that. it's so absolutely ridiculous. Some of the things we're seeing now, it's like, we just cringe that it cannot be real. It cannot be real, some of this. It's a comedy show. This can't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so absolutely. Their, day, their days are coming. God's in control. God's got this. Do you know what I mean? Lots of, lots of men in around In the second. So I'm going to jump on to what I have. Let me just bring it up. Okay. So Camden in London. Even our American listeners will know and must have heard about Camden, legendary place. So the council are now refusing to work with companies that do not promote gender ideology. According to documents, uh, the decision in order um, to work with only business whose value aligns with their own of pro gender ideology it stated we are beginning to ask businesses to demonstrate their commitment to lgbtq plus equality before we procure them these people are mentally ill listen wait it gets better guess who they've got involved camden has also introduced transgender awareness sessions and partners with lgbt group stonewall in addition, the council reportedly uses an inclusion calendar to celebrate dates such as Transgender Day of Remembrance and Be Visibility Day, whatever the hell that is. The next thing they're going to have them, the map day, aren't they? We know where this is going. Following revelations, a spokesman for Camden Council said, we are proud to work on equalities and inclusion. Wow. Jason, I know Jason's going. Jason's bubbling because he's quiet for too long. Well, do you know what I feel, Luke? I I just want to put these people in the cage and and you know, I'll say no I more. Know. It, it, I know. It I know. Me. But don't it, say that on air because we we get yeah, enough attacks. I know. I, I know. I know. I, I'm I'm speaking hypothetically. I know. But it, it boils my blood that that. And it's what Christine said exactly right. What she said last night is is the way that evil wins is because good people do nothing, and that boils my blood as well. That, that there's and and people stand by and watch it as well and allow it to happen and just let it. Well, there's no I can do about it. Hang on a minute, you've got a mouth, use it. Yeah, stand up for what's right because maybe your children might have grown up they might be adults, but think about their children and think about the future generations' children. Do you honestly think? That the and it's like one of my ex colleagues we were on about it the other night. I sent him a, a bit of footage about the um the, the song. And he said, I found it funny. I said, You won't find it funny if your Leroy came home and said, Dad, I want to be a girl, or Dad, it's okay. I know you're struggling, I want to kill myself. 
just to ease the burden for the cost of the house, would you? You know, and, and this is the mindset of people. And I just think to myself, well, you could sit there and find it funny until something bad happens to you and that trauma lands on your feet. And then, yeah, you're going to feel guilty. You're going to feel horrible. You're going to feel bad. But don't say you was not warned. And and one of the first three stages of truth, as you well know, is first it's ridicule, then it's violent oppression, and then it's acceptance. And I've witnessed it, you've witnessed it, and Christine's witnessed it in all three stages. And the, the acceptance is beautiful. But it boils my blood that, that that this can happen and you've got people in councils and schools that are just, well, I'm just doing my job. No, you're not doing your job. Your job's to do what's right by the children and educate them, not brainwashing with basic pedophile shit. Sorry, but, you know, it's... it. Yeah, don't set me off. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. Just any thoughts on that? Oh, I, I'm in 100% agreement. I mean, it's just... It, we have got, we have got to stand up and grow some for our children and our grandchildren. Enough is enough. We can no longer sit silently by and allow, in fact, silence is consent. At this point in the game, if you're not actively being vocal, if you're not actively sharing on social media, if you are not actively in your community trying to change it, you're the problem. Absolutely. You are the problem. And we have had it with you. Wake up, stand up, and get it done. We cannot fight this fight alone anymore. We are calling the lions. We're done trying to wake up the sheep. Everybody that's awake is awake. The We're ones that are awake that. need to Agreed. get your boots on get yourself in gear and get out there and take your country back. Absolutely. In agreement. Okay. In all aspects, in all aspects of of everything to do with everything. But it, it stems and it all roads lead to Rome. And it all stems back to the ones that are in charge are the ones that are doing wrong by the children. Yeah. And then and, and, and it's that level. I mean, you can go a level up if you want to go past the ones that are in charge, but the ones that are, are in charge, and this is how they keep them in charge, because to do that, and then the ones above know that they do that. Well, they're involved; they're all involved all the way. It's 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 a myriad of just pure evil that that they're involved with. You know, it's like cages. That's all I say is cages. Mm -hmm. That's where they need putting in cages. Yeah, I remember there was a, a situation when I was young. Um, we must have been about 12, 13. And my friend, I, I won't mention his name, but he had a little brother. Um, and we, me and my friend were at his house and his mum and dad were in the garden. It was a lovely Sunday day. And his brother's come round crying. His brother must have been about nine, maybe eight. Um, little Stephen, they were called. Lovely kid. Died in the car cross, God bless him. But what a dynamite of a lad. Um and this fella who lived down the street, old fella, looked a wrong one, yeah, tried grabbing him and pulling him out. So Stephen's dad went round and bashed him, you know? But that's the kind of era I grew up in. So this is why I say, you know, the men need to stand up. And I'm sorry I don't condone violence in any way, shape or form. But these people need knocking out, and I'm not condoning violence. But that's the era I grew up in. I grew up in when the miners fought the coppers. And I watched them, the real men fighting and standing up. And I watched the coppers run away. 
and I'm sorry, but if if you can't stand up for the children, what can you, you can't stand for that? What can you stand for? You'll Look. fall for anything. You'll fall for anything, and that's exactly what you're doing. You're falling for anything. Turn your televisions off. Open your eyes. Look around. Look at the world. Look at the people. Read them. Look what's going on, and you'll see a different place to what you've been brainwashed into doing. And that's the problem. It's the television in a lot of cases. It's, it's brainwashing um, people. I've got something to um, go along, sort of like on a similar, similar kind of thing. So there's an article. Hang on. Let's go down. All right, so this is in the Daily Mail. Trans woman 24 seeking gender-affirming op faces a horrible choice of waiting. Like, this is on the NHS, waiting six years for the NHS treatment or paying £18,000 to have the body that she wants. And get this, get this. Oh, no. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. It's, um, I've got a blocker on and it won't open the bloody page. Hold on. Just just to flip, just to add to that while you're doing that, Luke. Yeah. To flip that as well. They're also paves the way up to opening up the doors for paying for operations as well. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people will go, oh, hang on a minute, if it trans can have, they can pay for it. No. And it's just that small step towards that as well. Yeah, I just want to get this up because basically that somebody kept the, this person... This bloke, this this guy, he during COVID, he decided to go trans because during COVID, people mistook him for a girl. That's why he's gone trans. And now wow. they're expecting him to pay. Now he's expecting to, he's getting upset because the NHS is going to take too long. I kid you not, I need to read, I just need to read you this because it's, I, I, I had to read it twice. So the guy is going all the way through his life and then for like six months somebody said he looked like a bird and now he's going for a sex change. Listen, wait. Oh. When you put it into perspective, that's what it is. It's like, no, mate, you, you've got some form of mental illness that you've come across while you've been... Right, Osa, a community grant organiser, always felt she didn't belong in the right body but really started to question her gender identity during COVID. She was mistakenly called Madam by a shopkeeper because of her long, his, sorry, his long hair. And I'm probably gonna have police knocking at my door in five minutes. Um, fact that we'll say her mask held her stubble, covered up the stubble. So I kid you not. Following that, Osler decided to change her her pronouns and name before starting hormone treatment to make her look more feminine, despite the lack of support from her strict transphobic Muslim family. Mm. It just gets, it's just absolutely... Muslim family. Wow. It's just... It's it's insanity, and the fact that the NHS. I mean, I know they were they were they were giving kids hormone replacement. I know they were doing it, but man, when is this insanity going to stop? Well, I have something that leads right into that. Okay, Christine, over to you. <laughs>
So this is a, I'm going to read you a Facebook post of mine because it pretty much sums up how I feel right now. And it just says, well, while the rest of the world runs about with their hair on fire, trying to close the borders, rescue children, stop the wars, expose fake news, expose truth and propaganda, save free speech, save our January Sixers, pray for our convoy and whatnot. Meanwhile, in Britain, could we just do it more politely? <laughs> I kid you not. This is an article in Politico. Okay. This article came out yesterday, I believe. Let me look at the date to verify that. Yeah. January 30th, 2024, 401 AM, London. Britain's politicians can't seem to stop swearing, and the British public doesn't like it. <laughs> really? They don't like it. Okay. So there's a big hoopla now about how many times ugly words have been said in Parliament. Since 1800, they've used foul language and there are two words that they're concentrating on, the F word and the S word. The F word has been used twice since 1800 in Parliament. Shut up. I'm not kidding. The S word has been used four times since 1800 in Parliament. And they're freaking out. And that is the news story. And they, they have a graph to show you just how much, how offensive this is so let me just help the christians out there and let me just help everybody that that is stuck in religion screw you and your religion screw you and your religion on occasion god himself doesn't use flowery words i'm telling you we've got to get over ourselves we've got to get over this we look one way and then we do another. These same people in parliament are the same people at your sex parties. And you're concerned about the words coming out of their mouths. Are you absolutely, kidding me? Absolutely correct. Get real. Get real. It's disgusting. Here's another thing that they're doing in the UK on at the Methodist church. They've decided they're going to go ahead and rewrite your Bible and take out husband and wife because it could be offensive to the LGBT community. Just touching on that there, let me interject. I watched a video about the book of Genesis and it says him, they, I can't, at the beginning it says, uh, uh, it talks about Adam. It, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The yeah, earth was yeah, formless yeah. and void. Yeah. Yeah, but it gets to the point when he mentions him. Adam. It, Adam, but he it, it, it uses the him, they sort of thing, and it's just like, no, please don't. don't, don't, don't. No, I'll tell you why. There's a reason for that. They, them. So Whatever. when they're talking, okay, you're talking about in the Bible when it says it's the account of Adam and hold on when when god speaks and says when he's speaking of himself 
he's speaking, he says they, because he is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. He is a triune being. He is three in one. No, it's not. And so in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and and that all of that. So Jesus was like there from the very yeah. beginning. Yeah, no, it's um I, I can't remember. I'll have to dig it out and I'll bring it up in, in tomorrow's show. Yeah. Yeah, bring it. We'll look at it. But but it, it, I just thought, wow. Because I mean I've read the book of Genesis and I've I've listened to it many times because I'm I'm intrigued with the beginning of creation and I've read the Gnostic version, I've read the all the uh Quran version. You know, so it's it's but it's, I I'm, have got just, a resource for you. I, I can't believe it. I, I was shocked. When we when we get done here, send me your email and I'll email you biblical cosmology. And it's the truth on biblical cosmology. Okay, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's so interesting. Yeah. It is it, it'll change your whole world. Because what yeah. they've tried to do is they've tried to lie to us. I mean, if I can go here, can I go here for a minute, Lou? Go there, girl. You go there. Absolutely. Okay, let me just break this down for the world real fast. Sorry to blow your bubble. You're not living on a globe. You're living on a flat earth. Sorry, it has a dome. God created the heavens and the earth. He put a dome over us like a snow globe to cover us and protect us. So all of creation is right here on this earth and it is held in the palm of his hand. The northern lights that you see in, you know, up north, the northern lights, those are literally the lights from the throne room of God shining down on earth. That's how close he really is. But the world wants you to think your government, these demons that run the earth, Satan, wants you to think that you are so insignificant and that you're so tiny and that you just came about from this burst of nothing that created everything. None of that makes any sense. God tells you exactly how it all came down in the Bible. And right. it's all very clear and it really makes sense. And when you look at it, you go, oh my God, they tried to lie to me my whole life about everything. And yeah, that is the great awakening. The great the awakening. The ever pulled was convincing the world that it didn't exist. Exactly. And it runs, it. A, it runs a freaking place. <laughs> it's it all comes together, doesn't it? It's his playground. I've been telling people for years. You're right there, Christine. It yeah. Is, and yeah. That, and and here's the second lie. See, Satan created his own religion called New Age. Oh, yeah. About Absolutely. love and light, trying to make everybody think that if you don't believe in Satan and you don't have to believe in God, you can just believe it's all you. And yep. that is the biggest lie. And look at all of our selfies and look at how the world has been so absorbed and so egotistical and so self-absorbed that they can't see past their own mirror, much less yeah. anything. Yeah. They know what's going on in the world because they can't see past themselves. And that those are the people I'm yelling at, wake up. But what, Get, it, what, what, it, what, what it has also done is it's convinced people that god is an external thing when god is everything we are god god is and he is well he is in us we are i mean we're part of it i I like it to the ocean a world a little our life is that little ripple of wave going along and it goes along for so long that it flitters away that's our life and then we go back to the ocean that's god the ocean's god to me and everything that everything that's created is our essence or prime creation whatever label you want to put on it 
I like to call it prime creation. But for me, it's it, it, it is everything. It, 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 and again, you go back to the scriptures, and it, it's telling you and laying down in a mathematical, precise way when you actually look into it in that mindset in yeah. a scientific way. And then obviously, I am the light, the light I am. And then you look at the light. God said, "Let there be light." He is the sound, the light, and the frequency. And what got me vibration, yes. What really got me is when I realized that the whole book from beginning to end is actually truth. Truth and Jesus. It's all Jesus. Yeah, it's all all of it. Nikola Tesla's mother, Nikola Tesla's mother said, look into the Bible for answers. Most of Nikola Tesla's work came from deciphering and decoding the Bible. Right. And every false religion has is based on biblical principle in some form. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they twist it, they turn it, they they make it what they want so they can live like they want. I mean, you've got the book of I that book of Isaiah, Isaiah 53, isn't it? Yeah. When he he's saying, you know, he's he's um crucified, he comes in on a donkey and he's his own people. He's he's there and he's and this is in the book of Isaiah. How many thousands is like thousands of years before Jesus? Oh well, you know, uh, this blows my mind. This is the one that gets me every time because people think Trump that like they don't understand who Trump is. Let can I read Isaiah forty five to you? Isaiah forty five. Who is President forty <laughs> five? Tell me if this doesn't sound like somebody you know. Thus says the Lord to Cyrus, who who is Trump, his anointed, whose right hand I have held to subdue nations before him and to loosen the loins of kings, to open doors before him so that the gates will not be shut. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and shatter the barns, bars of iron. And I will give you the transfer, the treasures, I'm sorry. I will give you the treasures of darkness. That's talking about our wealth transfer that's coming up, guys. God said he's going to take all of the treasures of the darkness and give it to the the righteous that's us so there is about to be a huge wealth trade i've seen it i've already seen it i was always skeptical about this nasara jasara especially when charlie ward got onto it charlie was going on and it's like nah nah this that this no 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 the wealth transfer is is absolute nonsense um is it come on tell it's it's not nonsense but it's not the way some people have have it in their heads okay i wouldn't trust charlie ward's necessarily version of it no i I would listen to this so i'm gonna let me keep reading this in in isaiah 45 he literally covers the wealth transfer the trump card jerusalem israel and hamas transgenderism and transhumanism and it's all in isaiah 45 it's incredible I mean, when people start reading, if they understand what they're reading and and you have to pray for mm-hmm. eyes to see and ears to hear, you have to have Jesus. You have to 
let's just do this. Can I just, I just okay. kind of am feeling a little bit led and I know we're about to close out. So let me yes, just say You go this. for it, darling. You go for it. I'm loving it. <clears throat> we have so many people out there right now that are so lost and they are grabbing at straws and they're grasping at anything they can hold on to because they're scared. They don't know what's going on. The world is in shambles. Things look like it's completely out of control. I just want to assure you that the darker things look, the closer you are to the glory of God filling this earth. God won and so do we. And in the end, it is imperative that you have a personal one-on-one -on -one relationship with Jesus Christ. Nothing else matters. Nothing else. The only thing that matters is where you stand with Jesus Christ. He, he was beaten for your sin and for your iniquities. He was, he was spit on, his hair was pulled out, he was stabbed, he was hung on a cross, and he took all of your sin upon him. He became your sin and died so that you can live, so that you don't have to spend eternity in hell. Hell was not created for people. God created hell because of Satan and his fallen angels, and he knew that they would do it, and he knew he would have to have a place for them in the end. He knows the end from the beginning, so God is not shocked by anything going on in this world. He's not sitting up there biting his nails and going, oh no, what'll I do now? <laughs> He's laughing at his enemies going, yeah, they're walking into every trap I'm setting up for them and they are falling and tripping over themselves and they have no power. All power, authority and dominion that is in Jesus is in you if you have Jesus in you. If you don't, then you don't. But if you do, you do. And when you know who you are and you know whose you are, then you're not afraid of death. They can't do anything to you. Death is victory. What are they going to do? Take my head? Take it. You know? So stand. Stand up. No fear. Only faith. And that's how we win. Amen. Amen. I know there are a lot of people out there saying, well, why does um, why does God allow this, you know, such things to happen to children? And why, you know, why does that have your God does that? So, you know, that's always, you know, where, where would you go? What do you say when people come out with stuff like that? Well, I can assure you being trafficked myself at, at 15 years old, and, and walking through the same things that we're trying to save these children from today, I can assure you that God didn't do that to me. He has given each of us free will. We all have free will. We choose every day. You didn't choose that as a child. Do you know what I mean? These bad, these people. I didn't choose that to happen to, to have me. That, do you know what I mean? And didn't God didn't choose that to happen to me. But he never left me. He was with me. 
he covered me and he protect. I'm still here today and I can talk about it like whatever, like it's nothing. It doesn't hurt. It's not, it's not who I am. It's something that happened to me. I fell down when I was three and bumped my knee too, but it didn't affect my life. It doesn't have to affect your life. You can move forward through his love and through his grace, his forgiveness and his mercy. You have to forgive in order to move on. And forgiving people that have hurt you is for you, not them. When you yeah, keep unforgiveness and bitterness and when you hold hate and anger and you refuse to let that go, it makes you sick. It it holds you down. It holds you back. You have to let all that go and give it to God. That is not your burden to carry. It's his. Thank him for the lesson and wish him the best. Yeah, exactly. Bless him and move on. Absolutely. Forgive him, bless him and move on. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've told my children since they were tiny. I said, you know, <laughs> no one else's opinion of you is any of your business. Exactly. What people think of you has got nothing to do with you. It's none of your business. That it's, exactly. That's their that's their problem. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So if you the, problem the, with me, that's your problem. Yeah. Right. The only opinion that matters is God's. He's the only one you have to answer to. And we all will stand before him and give an account for every word we ever spoke. We will all stand before him and give an account. And so your words are so powerful. And, and so, and when you speak the word of God, and when you pray the word of God, and when you live the word of God, you're living in power and authority and this confidence that you have. It's not ego. It is confidence. I mean, like, you know, that, you know, that, you know, yeah. you're good. The, um, they, am I right in thinking when they say, um, you, in the commandments, uh, don't take the Lord's name in vain. That's nothing to do with swearing. Is it? That's to do with don't use God's name and put it to something like in God's name. I'll do, do you know, it, that's what it means, isn't it? It's an action in God's it name. It is saying don't use his name as a curse word. Don't do oh, that. Really? I didn't. I've, it's I've, offensive. I've, yeah, don't do that. It's offensive. However, um, it is also, I think, referring to. <laughs> if you use like you his were, name you saying, like to do bad things, kind of. Or to right. Like, don't like use it action. as a, don't use his name like. Um, yeah, don't use his name to just unless you're going to say it literal don't use it let's yeah. say it that way unless yeah. you're going to use it in literal terms just you know um, yeah his name is holy his name holds power his name is authority and you can curse people by using his names and, and you can bless people by using his name yeah and you want to be a blessing not a curse yeah and the one last thing before we close the two Adams. The two the Genesis two. stories. The two Adams. So you first of all, is it in Genesis 3, gave life to Adam. And then he created Adam a bit later on where he, and then he took the rib, doesn't, didn't he? I'm sure there's two Genesis. There's okay, two well, Adams. no, you're looking at John 1. Yeah, I'm going to so, say the book of John. 
the book of john okay that, that so... covers genesis don't they as well and the secret book of john is, right is so very extreme. yeah so in john one it says the word became flesh in john where john one says in the beginning was the word and the word was and the word was with god and the word was god he was in the beginning with god all things were created through him and without him nothing was created that was created in him was life and the life was the light of mankind the light shines in darkness but the darkness cannot overcome it when you walk into a dark room and turn a light on the darkness goes away and that's what we've all been called to do is be the light of god be the love love like jesus loves now let me a lot of people get that twisted and they say well jesus was so good and he's just so sweet and the church will have you think that jesus is just this little baby in a manger and he was so sweet and they never take him out of the manger that's not who he is that's how he was born but that's not who he is jesus is the one that walked into his father's house with a whip and started beating people and turning over tables and sent the money changers out of the house and said don't you ever come back that's jesus he's a warrior he is a warrior he is going to stand and fight and he ain't taking nothing off nobody he knows who he is and he is in you mm. so you have to figure out who you are in him so it continues and says there was a man sent from god whose name was john speaking of john the baptist this man came as a witness to order to in order to testify concerning the light that was all men through him so that all men through him might believe he was not the light, but he was sent in order to testify concerning the light. And the true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was created through him. Through who? Jesus created the world with God. He was there from the so beginning. In, I know what I know. I didn't mean I didn't mean true Adams. I was meaning there's two creations. Right, so in Genesis 1, yeah. God creates plants, animals, simultaneously creates man and woman. In Genesis 2, God creates a human, plants, then animals, and later he divides the human into female and male. Additionally, the two stories employ different names of deity. The first account uses... This Hebrew is not what, how that... No, 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 no. Whatever you're reading is not accurate. Okay, tell me. I just went and Googled it, so I've come on. I don't know what website is. I'm just reading. Yeah, it's that. okay. That's what I meant okay so so adam was only created once but it mentioned correct it's mentioned in the bible twice all right sorry so what's god creates plants and animals and then simulates a man and a woman so is that adam and eve there at that bit or is it that second genesis genesis 2 yeah, no, he created Adam and Eve were the first people, and that's it. And okay. so, yeah, that was it. 
and then they so how come in two he says he could human plants and then does creates a, um e from the rib mm -hmm. created so e what one is it? is it the first account or the second account well, that account is in Genesis, and and the one in John is talking more oh, it's about in Genesis one and two. There, the the two yeah Genesis creation. one and two yeah that's creation. They're two creations. They're two different ways it happens. Why is no that's yeah back to front back to front the, the different they got different way around. He created everything, then he created them. He created the human last, and it's the same in the Gnostic version of Genesis as well. He created the human last. He saved the human for, to last after he created. In the Gnostic version, everything eons, archons, creation. Okay, so the and, first yeah. thing he, yeah, the first thing he created was light. God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. And then he separated the night from the day. Separated the waters. And Amazing. then he separated um, the expanse of the waters. He said, "Let there be separation," and they separated. And then. So there was water above the earth and, and below the earth, right? Yeah. And that's the firmament, exactly. And it's on the and the crystal sea in heaven at the throne of God is right there over our firmament. That is the water, is the crystal sea. Absolutely. And what makes me laugh just to sort of interject is when you when he talks to Christians about living on a spinning ball you know well, you, obviously you're christian you, you've read the bible you believe in god yeah well you can't believe we're on a spinning box he tells you at the beginning where yeah. we are what we're in what we're on and what we are so if you believe and we're see, on a spinning ball and we all crawled out of a rock you're insane we just get back to genesis but, one and two genesis really, this one I, this is what you're thinking lou genesis one when it opens up is not the beginning John 1 is the beginning. Genesis 1 is the recreation of the earth after Satan fell to the earth with all his angels and destroyed it. The earth couldn't. That's a long story we'll get into, Nick. Let's cover that. I've got a link I'll share with you and we will cover that next time. But Jason, don't get out of here before I give you some info before we go for sure. So yeah, well, I'm, 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 I'm very sorry it went ended up into a, a, a Bible teaching, but we're going to be doing shows like that. Christine's going to have a little Christine corner. I'm just going to, I'm just going to pop questions at her, and she's <laughs> going to break it down really, really simply because she's like taught me so much. Anywho, we will be back. Cat will be back tomorrow as well. God bless you, Cat. We love you. Yes. And, uh, we will also be back with Kate Watch. Kate, who? Kate, who? <laughs> who cares? So, Who's um, final words, Jason. Final words. Um, yeah, listen, just uh, just to sort of echo what Christine was saying earlier. You need to start getting a backbone, people. You can see what's wrong. You know what's happening. No longer shall you see no evil, hear no evil. You see it, you hear it. You need to do something about it. People need to start fighting back now in all aspects. Um, yeah, and kudos to the French as well. Good on them. Good on the farmers. Christine? Bravo to those French farmers. I can't agree more. And and I, I am going to just second Jason and say it's time for us all to recognize we have to say enough is enough to the devil and take our identity back. He wants to steal our identity. 
and that's what the whole transgender thing's about. Yeah. If he, won't, if people don't, they literally don't know who they are. But when you know who you are and whose you are, that all goes away. So it's time to stand up and learn who you are in Christ. Unite. Thank you so, so much. We'll be back tomorrow. Big shout out to Richard Bobes. Thank you so much. And uh, libertytactics.co.uk. Um, we're going to put out a weekly newsletter only with just the links for the uh, stories that we're covering and then upcoming shows. I am going to have Richard Bobes on next week. Uh, we've also got Jeff and Aaron on. Uh, they've been doing incredible work, uh, putting on demos, really standing up for the kids. So they're going to be on. Um, Christine will be back and we'll be doing more news, but we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.